And for all you fans out there watching the video, you're probably like, huh, this is not your guys' typical living room. Well, you'd be correct. We are actually at the NBA Summer League in sunny Las Vegas, and it's been an absolute blessing thus far. Uh, we want to give a couple quick shout-outs to all those people who made it possible. So, Devin, why don't you take it away? Shout-out to Albert Hall, Ryan Gentry, Max Miller, and the entire staff. We would like to also shout-out Nick Gardner, Hall Pass Media, and, of course, Summer League for having us out here and giving us the opportunity to just – present this podcast to you and just it's been such a blessing to be here man it's been absolutely amazing we hope you enjoy these few episodes that we get to do out here and as always god bless god bless what is going on elevate podcast listeners we are back at it again as you see this shoe right here shout out to major wave shoe company these guys got some drippy shoes and it's very wavy uh back at it with another two minute podcast two minute drill Mm -hmm. hut hut Oh Good old gosh. hut hut. That is the lamest. I'm thing. your co-host, Devin Richardson, here with my other co-host. Brennan Jackson. Yeah, and we got a few Q&As that we have from our fans that we would love to answer. So the first one we're going to start out with is, what's your why? I would say, for me, my why has always been my family. Um, ever since I was a little kid, they've always pushed me and they've always given me everything I've needed to be successful. Uh, my mother, she's my rock. She's always been there for me through all the hardest times I've gone through, all the trials and tribulations that accompany being a student athlete. Um, and even just before that, when I was a kid, and same thing with my father, he's taught me how to be humble, how to be a man, how to be um, a gentleman. So for me, those are my whys. I just want to make them proud. And I feel like if I'm not giving 110% every single day, if I'm not pushing myself to the breaking point every single day, then I'm doing a disservice to people who believe in me and who put everything they can into me. So that's why, that's my why. Dang, that's a hard follow-up, bro. It's so relatable, too, because, like, my why is very similar with uh, with my family and just, like, just how my parents just surrounded me with great people growing up. And I grew up in a church, and me and my siblings, and that was just so pivotal for me as a young kid, just having a foundation I always lean on when times got tough as I got older, just trials and tribulations, just facing different things. I always had that foundation I could lean back on. And another part of my why is my purpose like just being here in this specific time on this earth it's not for it's not by accident it's not by luck like it's for a reason it's for a purpose i want to make sure that i'm doing everything in my ability to do and achieve what god has called and set for me to do absolutely next question coming in um pretty informal here after i mean great follow-up though for what we just <laughs> talked about why are we so big Kid you not, that's the question. Why are we so big? Um, I'm small, bro. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Humble, humble. <laughs> um, well, I actually can answer this in like three three stages. One, um, football, obviously. Like, it's a very grueling game, no jokes aside. Like, if you're not a certain size, you're going to get hurt out there. Um, so being that we play in the Pac-12 and, you know, the offensive line when we go against are fantastic, 300-pound-plus human beings who can run as fast as most people can. Um, you got to be, you got to have some size, too. That's a big reason why I try to, maintain this stature that I am. Second reason, my girlfriend's beautiful and people hit on her and I need to make sure that I am uh, very scary to look at. So that's a big thing. Also, I just want to make sure that she thinks I look good. So uh, that's a big reason why as well, full disclosure. And the last reason, um, it's it's kind of like, it's like a sandwich theory of, of serious, funny, serious, but also serious in the middle. Don't don't talk to my girlfriend. Um, it's... Uh, uh, it's um, I think it's an accountability thing or a discipline thing. You know, yeah. um, every day I wake up, 
I just, I want to give my all in everything. And one of the passions I have is bodybuilding. So for me, I'm so dedicated to my craft in that aspect just as much as I am football to where I find, a, I hold myself accountable to make sure that when I go to bed at night, whether that be, you know, a day of working out, a day of mental preparation, I just want to make sure I did something that would keep me on the right path or keep me accountable to myself and keep me at this uh, this body that I am right now. Because I, I think your body's a temple and mm -hmm. what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. Yep. I think it's simple, bro. Hard work. Genetics. Oh, genetics is huge. Genetics is huge. Like, like, that's the reason why I have so many fans. People be like, why you be so veiny, bro? I'm like, I don't know. Genetics. <laughs> it was a gift from God. Uh, but like you said, like, I love working out, too. It's something. I think, no, not I think. But my pops got me into it because just naturally going to the gym growing up, I would always go straight to the basketball court. And I'd be shooting around and just playing basketball with my brother and then my pops started urging me to go and hit so he showed me two leg machines and like two upper body machines he was like all right every time before you go to the gym hop on these machines and get a quick little workout in and then you can go play around and go have fun in the, in the basketball court and i started doing that and then i started watching uh what's his name Chris Jones, representative of Seeks of Greatness, just mm. different YouTube bodybuilders, and I really fell in love with the whole craft of getting that pump going and just working on yourself. Like, and it just translates mentally too. If you're always constantly working on yourself, like mentally and physically, it's like just like the gym. Like, getting those reps in, you're going to become stronger one way or another. Absolutely. All right. The next one is, what is your favorite food? Um, sushi, hands down. Sushi. I am a ginormous sushi fan. Uh, for all those who don't like sushi or don't like the fishy f taste of it or it creeps them out, grow up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just food. It's fish. Come on. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. If you don't like He's fish, not I, I, I'm, okay. He's uh, not kidding. No, I just, I've just really, I, I think there's a culinary masterpiece that goes into making sushi. I think you have to perfect your craft to make it taste good. All the, the intricate pieces, like especially when you look at um, nigiri sushi, like where it's literally just the the rice and then the um, the fish. Like it may look simple, but there's so much that goes into that. There's so much technicality and, and finding the right fish, going to the market and picking the right one, cutting the right size and um, making sure the rice is balanced enough. There's not too much of this, too much of that. It's just, it's it's like eating art in a sense, and I've just always enjoyed it. And I think a good crunch roll, which is pretty basic, tastes really good. So, really good. I'm a very simple guy. I'm going with straight any kind of pasta, but I love me some seafood pasta. Oh, yeah. My pops makes some mean seafood pasta. Mm -hmm. Got the shrimp, got the crawfish, got the sausage, pasta, bro. He throws down. That, and then I would say. I know we're talking about favorite, but my second favorite would probably be Mexican food. Some fajitas and some quesadillas, some queso. I hear you. I hear you. Chips and salsa. Chips and salsa goes, goes hard. Be in. No. Okay, that was. Bro, it was a, it was a good little. <laughs> whatever you, whatever you, <laughs> whatever you said. You gotta man. have the ad libs, man. The ad libs. Come on, be in. Delicioso. All right. Well, so um, <laughs> this next question is pretty sp specific. Not sure why but they ask i know exactly why they ask why is ratatouille the best pixar movie i wasn't informed that that was the best one but apparently i have to talk about why it's the best it's one really, i think it's 
I think it's a good one. I watched it not too long ago. Oh, I mean, I'm indifferent. It's Ratatouille. He makes some good Ratatouille, I think. But you right? remember, you remember the cut scene where it was really, it was, it was in the dark, bro. Like, they was crafting up, so. They were grinding in the dark. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> no. It's not what happened. So, so when uh, Ratatouille, what's his name? The Rat? Yeah. I think it's just Ra Remy. Remy? Remy. So, Remy, once he found the guy. See, I'm bad with the names. Anyways, y'all know what I'm talking about. He was in his hat, and they were in at his apartment, and they're crafting and trying to learn how to cook. So this is his hair, and this is his hair, right? No, I've seen the movie. Dana. I know, but I'm just going. I'm just <laughs> For the people who haven't seen it, I guess, whatever. Uh, So just chopping onions. He's just like, mm. and he's just doing it like that. No. <laughs> That was just that's the highlight of the movie, man. That was one of the weirdest moments I've had to sit through. <laughs> just seeing just him chopping go onions, like man. <laughs> like I've seen the movie. I know exactly what scene you're talking about. You just really wanted to do that. Um no, Ratatouille's it's a good movie. I mean I enjoy it. I, I don't think it is the best Pixar movie. I think Cars is like the best Pixar movie, personally. Like I would say that one tops it, but I'm not going to sit here and go into debate on Pixar movies. They're all great. They all do their job. They're just movies. Um, just movies? Well, yeah. I mean. Wow. What? Is this supposed to be like some overarching wow. thing about these movies? They're just movies. Wow. Okay. Well, what's your take on it? Wow. Say wow one more time. Make me really feel it. Wow. Stop, dude. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a great movie. It's a great movie. So you're saying it's the best Pixar movie? Best. Mm. Okay. At least mm. we're on agreement on there. I want to say best. Okay. Last question. You got this one. What's the hardest thing about being a student athlete? I feel like we answered this one. We might have, but um, no. Do we answer this one? I don't think we did. Anyways. I mean, we'll just answer we it again. We can just rethink it. You um, know, recalibrate. On a serious note, I think the hardest thing about being a student athlete is just balancing everything that, that that entails. That's, you know, a lot of hard work physically, mentally. It's it's really time consuming. You don't really have a lot of free time when you're a student athlete. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest deterrent. Um, what people see when they get to college is like, okay, I'm a student athlete. This is going to be great. It's just like what you see on our Saturdays. What they don't realize is... To get to Saturdays, it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like, and that is a full schedule. That's never just, like, that's not easy. It's a very hard thing to do. And I think the rewarding, the reward is Saturdays when you go out there and you put in the work on those off days and you put in the work on the days where you don't see, you know, you don't see the field against another team. Um, but it, it's very difficult because you have to learn how to balance your time. And that's difficult coming out of high school. It's not, there's no, there's no time management class. It's yeah. kind of, you're just, you learn that as you go. Um, and I think social life too, it's, it's difficult because when you try and talk to people who maybe not aren't an athlete, they don't understand why you have to say no to a lot of things, like why you can't go out on the weekdays, like mm -hmm. why you can't um, stay up super late playing video games or even something as simple as like, I can't go out and have you pay for my meal. You know, like yeah. even though now NIL, you can as long as there's a transaction with that. But that was, that's the hardest thing I've, my six years of college is, is balancing that, that, that aspect of all these different things that go into being a student athlete. Um, but if you figure that out, and I feel like everyone has the capability to do so, whether that be as a student athlete or just a college student in general, mm -hmm. it's really rewarding. You find yourself really happy, and you and you make a ton of great experiences and such amazing friends and a lot of memories. Yeah. For me, I would say 
for a mass as far as every I'm speaking for like every college athlete I would say identity and find an identity because mm -hmm. it's so simple to put your all within your sport and that just be who you are like there's so many people who just football 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 or like whatever sport you do and then once that's over with have an identity crisis is because that's all they associate themselves with and not venture out into different workspaces and figuring out what's their niches or like what they like to do besides their sport so like i would say identity identity Absolutely. Well, we thank you guys for tuning in to this next installment of the two-minute drill. You can go ahead and do your hut hut, hut again. Hut? Oh, gosh. Also, quick shout-out again to Major Waves, an amazing yeah, shoe here at the Summer League. Go ahead and show that little shoe off. Looks incredible. Um, yeah, it's just super excited to be here, and we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please leave any of your comments or uh, any of your, your own takes that may go against what we said or just, um, yeah, tell us why Ratatouille is the best Pixar movie. Let us um, know. <laughs> but we appreciate you guys tuning in, and as always, God bless. See ya. Hello, Elevate listeners. It's your co-host, Devin Richardson, here with... Brennan Jackson. Yeah, and it was, we just want to recap this whole event, Summer League. It's been an amazing experience. Again, we want to shout out Albert Hall, Ryan Gentry, Max Miller, Nick Garner, Hall Pass Media, everybody, my boy Sean. Thank boy. you so much for this amazing opportunity. We've literally been sponges this entire time, embracing a moment, and just really just taking in all that mentorship, bro. It's been nice. Yeah, this has been an amazing experience. I can't say thank you enough. Um, just being able to work with such amazing people who, who made this amazing event take place. Yes. Uh, I know I've been saying amazing a lot, but that's truly what it is. It's a work of art to have all this come to fruition. We're just happy to be a part of it. Um, again, shout out to this, this the staff we've been with here. Shout out the entire Summer League. Um, I highly suggest next time, next year this rolls around, please come out, Gotta experience go. this greatness that's here. You're going to see go. future NBA legends play here. You're going to see them first. It has been absolutely incredible. and just We just are so thrilled to be here, and we highly, highly recommend you guys coming out and seeing it for yourself. Yep. It's a big family with open arms, and it's very warm. I'll tell you that. So we appreciate you guys, and we hope you enjoyed this whole series here at the Summer League. Thank you, and as always, D. Rich. We appreciate you. Stay blessed. See ya.